Welcome to Bible 2 Go. Acts chapters 14 through 16 is today's Bible reading. Read and listen to the Bible daily where we read through the complete New Testament in 90 days. Today's Bible reading from the message. Visit the audio Bible 2 Go archive for all previous Bible readings. Thank you for being with us today. Let's pray. Dear Jesus, help me understand your word. The words I'm reading today. Help me to love others. As you have and do. Love me. Amen. Let's begin today's Bible reading in Acts chapter 14. When they got to Iconium they went, as they always did, to the meeting place of the Jews and gave their message. The message convinced both Jews and non-Jews, and not just a few, either. But the unbelieving Jews worked up a whispering campaign against Paul and Barnabas, sowing mistrust and suspicion in the minds of the people in the street. The two apostles were there a long time, speaking freely, openly and confidently as they presented the clear evidence of God's gifts, God corroborating their work with miracles and wonders. 4-7 But then there was a split in public opinion, some siding with the Jews, some with the apostles. One day, learning that both the Jews and non-Jews had been organized by their leaders to beat them up, they escaped as best they could to the next towns, Lyconia, Lystra, Derbe, and that neighborhood, but then were right back at it again, getting out the message. Gods are men? 810 There was a man in Lystra who couldn't walk. He sat there, crippled since the day of his birth. He heard Paul talking, and Paul, looking him in the eye, saw that he was ripe for God's work, ready to believe. So he said, loud enough for everyone to hear, up on your feet. The man was up in a flash, jumped up and walked around as if he'd been walking all his life. 1113 When the crowd saw what Paul had done, they went wild, calling out in their Lyconian dialect, the gods have come down. These men are gods. They called Barnabas Zeus and Paul Hermes, since Paul did most of the speaking. The priest of the local Zeus shrine got up a parade, bulls and banners and people lined right up to the gates, ready for the ritual of sacrifice. 14-15 When Barnabas and Paul finally realized what was going on, they stopped them. Waving their arms, they interrupted the parade, calling out, What do you think you're doing? We're not gods. We are men just like you, and we're here to bring you the message, to persuade you to abandon these silly God superstitions and embrace God Himself, the living God. We don't make God, He makes us, and all of this, sky, earth, sea, and everything in them. 16-18 In the generations before us, God let all the different nations go their own way, but even then He didn't leave them without a clue, for He made a good creation, poured down rain and gave bumper crops. When your bellies were full and your hearts happy, there was evidence of good beyond your doing. Talking fast and hard like this, they prevented them from carrying out the sacrifice that would have honored them as gods, but just barely. 1920 Then some Jews from Antioch and Iconium caught up with them and turned the fickle crowd against them. They beat Paul unconscious, dragged him outside the town and left him for dead. But as the disciples gathered around him, he came to and got up. He went back into town and the next day left with Barnabas for Derbe. Plenty of hard times. 2122 After proclaiming the message in Derbe and establishing a strong core of disciples, they retraced their steps to Lystra, then Iconium, and then Antioch, putting grit in the lives of the disciples, urging them to stick with what they had begun to believe and not quit, making it clear to them that it wouldn't be easy, anyone signing up for the kingdom of God has to go through plenty of hard times. 2326 Paul and Barnabas handpicked leaders in each church. After praying, their prayers intensified by fasting, they presented these new leaders to the master to whom they had entrusted their lives. Working their way back through Pisidia, they came to Pamphylia and preached in Perga. Finally, 
they made it to Italia and caught a ship back to Antioch, where it had all started, launched by God's grace and now safely home by God's grace. A good piece of work. 27-28 on arrival, they got the church together and reported on their trip, telling in detail how God had used them to throw the door of faith wide open so people of all nations could come streaming in. Then they settled down for a long, leisurely visit with the disciples. Acts 15. To let outsiders inside. 1-2 It wasn't long before some Jews showed up from Judea insisting that everyone be circumcised, if you're not circumcised in the Mosaic fashion, you can't be saved. Paul and Barnabas were up on their feet at once in fierce protest. The church decided to resolve the matter by sending Paul, Barnabas, and a few others to put it before the apostles and leaders in Jerusalem. 3 After they were sent off and on their way, they told everyone they met as they traveled through Phoenicia and Samaria about the breakthrough to the non-Jewish outsiders. Everyone who heard the news cheered, it was terrific news. 4-5 When they got to Jerusalem, Paul and Barnabas were graciously received by the whole church, including the apostles and leaders. They reported on their recent journey and how God had used them to open things up to the outsiders. Some Pharisees stood up to say their peace. They had become believers, but continued to hold to the hard party line of the Pharisees. You have to circumcise the pagan converts, they said. You must make them keep the law of Moses. 6-9 The apostles and leaders called a special meeting to consider the matter. The arguments went on and on, back and forth, getting more and more heated. Then Peter took the floor, friends, do well know that from early on God made it quite plain that He wanted the pagans to hear the message of this good news and embrace it, and not in any second-hand or roundabout way, but first-hand, straight from my mouth. And God, who can't be fooled by any pretense on our part but always knows a person's thoughts, gave them the Holy Spirit exactly as He gave Him to us. He treated the outsiders exactly as He treated us, beginning at the very center of who they were and working from that center outward, cleaning up their lives as they trusted and believed Him. 10-11 So why are you now trying to out-God God, loading these new believers down with rules that crushed our ancestors and crushed us, too? Don't we believe that we are saved because the Master Jesus amazingly and out of sheer generosity moved to save us just as He did those from beyond our nation? So what are we arguing about? 12-13 A There was dead silence. No one said a word. With the room quiet, Barnabas and Paul reported matter-of-factly on the miracles and wonders God had done among the other nations through their ministry. The silence deepened, you could hear a pin drop. 13b18 James broke the silence. Friends, listen. Simeon has told us the story of how God at the very outset made sure that racial outsiders were included. This is in perfect agreement with the words of the prophets. After this, I'm coming back. I'll rebuild David's ruined house. I'll put all the pieces together again. I'll make it look like new. So outsiders who seek will find. So they'll have a place to come to. All the pagan peoples. Included in what I'm doing. God said it and now He's doing it. It's no afterthought, He's always known He would do this. 19-21 So here is my decision, we're not going to unnecessarily burden non-Jewish people who turn to the Master. We'll write them a letter and tell them. Be careful to not get involved in activities connected with idols, to guard the morality of sex and marriage, to not serve food offensive to Jewish Christians, blood, for instance. This is basic wisdom from Moses, preached and honored for centuries now in city after city as we have met and kept the Sabbath. 22-23 Everyone agreed, apostles, leaders, all the people. They picked Judas, nicknamed Grisabas, and Silas, they both carried considerable weight in the church, and sent them to Antioch with Paul and Barnabas with this letter. From the apostles and leaders, your friends, to our friends in Antioch, Syria, and Cilicia. Hello. 
24-27 We heard that some men from our church went to you and said things that confused and upset you. Mind you, they had no authority from us, we didn't send them. We have agreed unanimously to pick representatives and send them to you with our good friends Barnabas and Paul. We picked men we knew you could trust, Judas and Silas, they've looked death in the face time and again for the sake of our Master Jesus Christ. We've sent them to confirm in a face-to-face meeting with you what we've written. 28-29 It seemed to the Holy Spirit and to us that you should not be saddled with any crushing burden, but be responsible only for these bare necessities. Be careful not to get involved in activities connected with idols, avoid serving food offensive to Jewish Christians, blood, for instance, and guard the morality of sex and marriage. These guidelines are sufficient to keep relations congenial between us. And God be with you. Barnabas and Paul go their separate ways. 3033 And so off they went to Antioch. On arrival, they gather the church and read the letter. The people were greatly relieved and pleased. Judas and Silas, good preachers both of them, strengthened their new friends with many words of courage and hope. Then it was time to go home. They were sent off by their new friends with laughter and embraces all around to report back to those who had sent them. 35 Paul and Barnabas stayed on in Antioch, teaching and preaching the Word of God. But they weren't alone. There were a number of teachers and preachers at that time in Antioch. 36 After a few days of this, Paul said to Barnabas, Let's go back and visit all our friends in each of the towns where we preach the Word of God. Let's see how they're doing. 3741 Barnabas wanted to take John along, the John nicknamed Mark. But Paul wouldn't have him, he wasn't about to take along a quitter who, as soon as the going got tough, had jumped ship on them in Pamphylia. Tempers flared, and they ended up going their separate ways, Barnabas took Mark and sailed for Cyprus, Paul chose Silas and, offered up by their friends to the grace of the Master, went to Syria and Cilicia to put grit in those congregations. Acts 16. A dream gave Paul his map. 1-3 Paul came first to Derbe, then Lystra. He found a disciple there by the name of Timothy, son of a devout Jewish mother and Greek father. Friends in Lystra and Iconium all said what a fine young man he was. Paul wanted to recruit him for their mission, but first took him aside and circumcised him so he wouldn't offend the Jews who lived in those parts. They all knew that his father was Greek. 4-5 As they traveled from town to town, they presented the simple guidelines the Jerusalem apostles and leaders had come up with. That turned out to be most helpful. Day after day the congregations became stronger in faith and larger in size. 6-8 They went to Phrygia, and then on through the region of Galatia. Their plan was to turn west into Asia province, but the Holy Spirit blocked that route. So they went to Mysia and tried to go north to Bithynia, but the Spirit of Jesus wouldn't let them go there either. Proceeding on through Mysia, they went down to the seaport Troas. 9-10 That night Paul had a dream, a Macedonian stood on the far shore and called across the sea, come over to Macedonia and help us. The dream gave Paul his map. We went to work at once getting things ready to cross over to Macedonia. All the pieces had come together. We knew now for sure that God had called us to preach the good news to the Europeans. 11-12 Putting out from the harbour at Troas, we made a straight run for Samothrace. The next day we tied up at New City and walked from there to Philippi, the main city in that part of Macedonia and, even more importantly, a Roman colony. We lingered there several days. 13-14 On the Sabbath, we left the city and went down along the river where we had heard there was to be a prayer meeting. We took our place with the women who had gathered there and talked with them. One woman, Lydia, was from Theatera and a dealer in expensive textiles, known to be a God-fearing woman. As she listened with intensity to what was being said, the Master gave her a trusting heart, and she believed. 15 After she was baptized, along with everyone in her household, she said in a surge of hospitality, 
if you're confident that I'm in this with you and believe in the master truly, come home with me and be my guests. We hesitated, but she wouldn't take no for an answer. Beaten up and thrown in jail. 1618 One day, on our way to the place of prayer, a slave girl ran into us. She was a psychic and, with her fortune-telling, made a lot of money for the people who owned her. She started following Paul around, calling everyone's attention to us by yelling out, these men are working for the Most High God. They're laying out the road of salvation for you. She did this for a number of days until Paul, finally fed up with her, turned and commanded the spirit that possessed her, out. In the name of Jesus Christ, get out of her. And it was gone, just like that. 1922a When her owners saw that their lucrative little business was suddenly bankrupt, they went after Paul and Silas, roughed them up and dragged them into the market square. Then the police arrested them and pulled them into a court with the accusation, these men are disturbing the peace, dangerous Jewish agitators subverting our Roman law and order. By this time the crowd had turned into a restless mob out for blood. 22b24 The judges went along with the mob, had Paul and Silas's clothes ripped off and ordered a public beating. After beating them black and blue, they threw them into jail, telling the jailkeeper to put them under heavy guard so there would be no chance of escape. He did just that, threw them into the maximum security cell in the jail and clamped leg irons on them. 2526 Along about midnight, Paul and Silas were at prayer and singing a robust hymn to God. The other prisoners couldn't believe their ears. Then, without warning, a huge earthquake. The jailhouse tottered, every door flew open, all the prisoners were loose. 2728 Startled from sleep, the jailer saw all the doors swinging loose on their hinges. Assuming that all the prisoners had escaped, he pulled out his sword and was about to do himself in, figuring he was as good as dead anyway, when Paul stopped him, don't do that. We're all still here. Nobody's run away. 2931 The jailer got a torch and ran inside. Badly shaken, he collapsed in front of Paul and Silas. He led them out of the jail and asked, Sirs, what do I have to do to be saved, to really live? They said, Put your entire trust in the Master Jesus. Then you'll live as you were meant to live, and everyone in your house included. 3234 They went on to spell out in detail the story of the Master, the entire family got in on this part. They never did get to bed that night. The jailer made them feel at home, dress their wounds, and then, he couldn't wait till morning. Was baptized, he and everyone in his family. There in his home, he had food set out for a festive meal. It was a night to remember, he and his entire family had put their trust in God, everyone in the house was in on the celebration. 35-36 At daybreak, the court judges sent officers with the instructions, release these men. The jailer gave Paul the message, the judges sent word that you're free to go on your way. Congratulations. Go in peace. 37 But Paul wouldn't budge. He told the officers, they beat us up in public and threw us in jail, Roman citizens in good standing. And now they want to get us out of the way on the sly without anyone knowing? Nothing doing. If they want us out of here, let them come themselves and lead us out in broad daylight. 3840 When the officers reported this, the judges panicked. They had no idea that Paul and Silas were Roman citizens. They hurried over and apologized, personally escorted them from the jail, and then asked them if they wouldn't please leave the city. Walking out of the jail, Paul and Silas went straight to Lydia's house, saw their friends again, encouraged them in the faith, and only then went on their way. Hashtag Amen. Read through the New Testament in 90 days. Read a proverb. Every day with Proverbs 2. Go. Thank you for being here listening and reading the Bible daily with Bible 2 Go. Sincerely. Michael and Michelle. Shell. Join us. Again.
tomorrow. As we continue reading God's Word with Audio Bible 2 Go. Visit. Bible. Dot the number. 2. Then. G. O. Dot U.S. See you again tomorrow.